you should be able to see the vision for their life, the vision that that person has for their life and want to partake in Mm -hmm. that vision and believe that that person is capable of achieving that vision that they have for their life, even if they haven't done it yet. That's the potential part that you are maybe investing in. It's like in X amount of years, I want to be here. I want to be doing these things. This is the life that I envision for myself. This is how I want my partner to fit into that lifestyle. You should want to see the potential in that and see yourself living that life with that person. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like you should be dating for potential. It's like, what do you want your life to look like? Does it look like what I want my life to look like? That's the potential part that you're you're going for. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Buffet Podcast with your boy Brandon and the lovely Deandra, my partner and co-host. Yeah, hey y'all, it's Deandra. Brandon, keep making faces when I'm singing. I don't know nothing about that. And so, you know, welcome to episode 82. And, you know, before we get started, I just want to let y'all know, we just need you to go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. You know what I'm Leave a comment below if you if you feel the need, but definitely we need that like and subscribe because it really does help the channel out. Now, are we going, you going to jump straight into it? Yes, Brandon has been keeping the first clip a secret because he wants my honest, yeah. raw reaction. Raw. So we gonna get big raw. Mm, I don't know if you need to add. You're right. It's not, it got sexy. Oh, also, hold on. It's muted, so I'm gonna have to go back to it in order Ooh. to be able to get it to start from the beginning. Been married and divorced three times. And if I could say one thing about my experience, and I mean, you can take it or leave it. It's gonna be this. Make sure that whoever you are dealing with, okay, whether it's, you know, somebody you're dating, long-term, short-term, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or whatever, make sure that wherever they are at that moment, and by that moment, I mean, you know, if they don't lose any weight, if they don't get a better job, if they don't fix, you know, the childhood trauma, if they, you know, if they got a cat and you don't like cats, wherever they are at that moment, if you cannot deal with that, if you're thinking about, oh, well, if they change this and they change that and, you know, over time, then we'll grow to be. Mm-mm. If they don't change a thing, is that somebody that you want to commit yourself to? So I've been married and divorced. Mm. <clears throat> that didn't help at all. What? Coffee? <laughs> I tried to mute my mic, but it, yeah. I heard it. Yeah, coffee was too powerful. <laughs> So yeah. Dang. Those are some good points. I definitely think that you have well, I'm not a married person, so I can't speak to the the marriage part, but I do think that you should get with someone that you like right now as opposed to thinking that there's someone that you will grow to like hopefully in the future. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're doing mm-hmm. marriage and relationships the way that we do in western society where it's like based off of love and commitment and desire for this person. You got to you got to desire them now cuz it's not going to get any easier to desire them over time, especially if things don't change. It's going to be more it'll be a longer history of them doing things that you don't like and more you trying to convince yourself that you can deal with or manage or mitigate mm-hmm. those things that you dislike. Yeah, it, you're going to have to change in order to make the situation more bearable. It's, it, that's going to happen much 
that's that's more likely to happen than yeah. the other person changing who they are to bet to meet some kind of ideal or some kind of picture that you had in your head that they can change into. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because yeah. I mean the part that you're saying about you having to change is very true. It's like what is actually within your control in this situation? And that person changing is not within your control. Your perspective is within your control, your actions, your decision, your thought process, all of those things are within your control. And so if you are making the decision to commit to this person, a part of the decision that you're also making is to be with that person how they are right now, not with some hope of a future version of them. Mm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I don't think we hear that enough, you know, because I've, I'm sure you heard as well. I've heard a lot of, uh, you know, I can change them or like, uh, it's always very future oriented when it comes to getting into, into relationships, but no one really, I haven't gotten too much messaging coming up. Now I'm hearing more of it, of just like making sure that who you with now is who you like. Do you like the person as they are now? And then obviously, hopefully, as you grow, you'll grow together and you continue to like this person uh, moving forward. But I don't think that is happening. Yeah. A lot. So this kind of goes into, I guess, the the main topic kind of, which was... Uh, Dating for potential, mm. you know, dating for potential and the growth versus like the reality of like right now, you know, and because things, the universe, <sighs> the, 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 the universe tends towards entropy. That is a physical, that's physics, that's real. So pretty much means things generally don't get better as you get, go further along. Things mm-hmm. break down as you go further along. You have, you, anything that you have in 10, 20 years, it's not going to be as popping as it was when you first got it. You, you was young and spry when you was younger. You get older, things don't start breaking down. That, that just happens. That's just like a natural part of, you know, the universe. So I, I think that her message of you got to make sure that at the very least that you like who they are now, if they didn't change nothing else, like, are you cool with who they are? But, okay, so part of me wonders if if it's circumstantial things. Because I do think the things that she listed, like a cat Mm -hmm. or, you know, weight gain or weight loss, all of those things can be dependent upon the circumstance, which isn't always 100% within our control. Like if you meet someone and they're making a certain amount of money, if their circumstance changes Mm -hmm. and they're making less money, that's not... They have some influence over that, of course, but they don't have complete control over that. And so I wonder if... I wonder where we draw the line between like liking a person for who they are and where they're at now Mm -hmm. versus like the circumstance that they're in that is maybe, you know, influencing their behavior in certain ways. Like I'm thinking about people who maybe met in school, right? Mm -hmm. Like you meet someone, you're in college, you're both in college, the circumstance of college, right? The situation, the context in which you meet and form a relationship is guaranteed to change. Like y'all shouldn't be in college forever. Like that is going to change. And so with that, there are going to be changes in your financial status and your availability, maybe changes in in your stress levels and your response to stress. Like all of those things are, are more than likely to change. And so if I like carefree, you know, 21 year old, you, 
I don't I don't know that 27 year old you who has stress and real world things going on and in, in, in a different context mm-hmm. is going to be the exact same person. So how can I? I don't know. I, I, I guess I just wonder, like. Where what are the things that we're saying are non potential based or non circumstantial based things that we have to like about that person? I mean, I think you, I think you raise uh, a good point. Uh, I, how I'm viewing it is the person that you that you get into a relationship with. If that changes, I mean, it's li- it is liable to change because you know through time. But at the very, when you get so when I get with you, so like when we, when I first met, I liked you off top. So it's like if if nothing else changed, I would I would would have been okay. I didn't get with you with like. I like her, but like I just need her to do X, Y, and Z, and mm. then then we, we'll be good. Now, if I got with you then, and then like through you know something happens, and then like circumstances change, that's just part of life. Like I, I got with you already because I liked you. I like how you were. Now, if you change in a way that like is no longer palatable palatable to me, then that's a whole separate conversation. That's just like life shit. That's that. That's not me getting into a relationship with the with gambling, hoping that something, you know, something is going to change because you didn't have it at that time. I got with you because you had everything I wanted and I liked. And so I, I rock with that because it makes sense. And then if something happens in the, in the, in the future, that's just what it is. Relationships, you know, break up all the time. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's what I'm th- uh, saying. And then, you know, as to the weight uh, gain and loss and like that is completely nine times out of 10, 9.9 times out of 10, that's completely within your control. So like, if I got with you, and you were already a weight that I that I personally was not happy with. With the idea, I was like, well, you know, I can get in the gym. Yeah, you know I'm saying. And, and, and but then she's like, I don't want to work out. I'm happy with where I am. I can't be mad at her because, like, I made that decision to do that. So, mm-hmm. like, but if the, if the reverse happened, then you might have a you might have a. a might have an argument, I guess. You know, you might be able to have some a leg to stand on, so to speak. But it was just like if I got with you and you already had traits that I didn't that I didn't like and didn't didn't see having in someone long term, and I'm hoping that I can make a change in you, but then you don't want to make that change. That's my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that, and I feel like that leads to one of those. It leads to divorce. I think it leads to to resentment and discontentment in in a relationship because I resent you for not changing when really and truly I probably should resent myself and be mad with myself for settling for something that wasn't actually palatable to me but it's much easier to turn that vitriol outward yeah Mm -hmm. and blame the other person for not being willing to change or blame the other person for not holding up their end of the bargain if they said they were going to change or something to that effect it's much easier to to lash out and make it somebody it's Easier in like the fact of like, yeah, it's just it's just overall easier because you don't have to do the self reflection and you yeah. don't have to take the accountability. You just be like, you know what, this failed because the, this outside I had nothing to do with it. I have no control over it, so it's easier to you know to to dodge the blame or so to speak or die, you know for that. So I that's also a kind of a natural you know response. It's easier to be like, you know, it's because the other person you rarely. Think of ourselves as the problem, unless it like unless it happens over time, and and people will, like tell you, and yeah, so mm-hmm. and the people who always say they're the problem, that's like a mental health thing. Yeah, usually it makes me think of the real. Am I the drama? I'm not the drama. 
Am I the drama? Have you had that video? No. Damn. Don't put that up. We could have, but y'all have seen it before. There's nothing else in the video besides a person like having that and like doing calculations. Mm-hmm. Of, like, oh yeah, mm. I'm the toxic one. Yeah, am I the toxic one? And yes, it is you. Right. So, oh, sorry. Did you have another? No, go ahead. So, I, with that being said, I guess to, uh, you had mentioned something about what is you know maybe I'm imagining, that, but I'm thinking what are the things? Scratch that. I'm wondering if it's possible that the things that we say we can't we can't tolerate or we can't take that leads to the divorce are those things really when you look at it like, they're not new things not, like, they're new things but are, are they things that could have been worked on so you know like like, like, like people make things that non-negotiable but when they're really like that's not really that a big deal are we making mountains out of molehills when it's for some of these things like what what are the, what do you think some of the things that if they were to change into a negative fashion, would it's like grounds for like, this is not what I signed up for. I want to address a different question. Okay. Because where I thought you were going was a connection to this idea of like dating for potential. Mm-hmm. And with that, I would say sometimes people end up getting a divorce because a not new problem has grown. It's it was a molehill at first, right? Mm-hmm. It was like something you ignored, something that you didn't think was that big of a problem. It is now a mountain after X amount of years. Mm-hmm. And it may be a mountain because your attention is on it, right? Like maybe because you keep focusing on it, you keep revisiting That's it. That's all you see. You keep yeah, so then you it becomes much larger in your perspective. It may become a mountain because it's something that is unresolvable and you keep waiting until the day that it's gonna be resolved. And so you are disillusioned, unhopeful, you know, restless because it's like this thing that I thought we were gonna solve and X amount of time we still haven't solved and it's frustrating me and now I'm ready to like call it quits. And so I wondered if think if relationships that end because of those types of disagreements or those types of problems could have been the relationship could have been avoided, the problem could have been avoided or handled if they never ended up in a relationship because they were waiting. Mm. They expected this thing to change that was never going to change. And I and I also wonder if that expectation was communicated in, in any way but okay to, to i guess kind of tie my question into the the growth and potential uh topic i guess is at what point is because like it's good to, that, that you if you can identify somebody who's who has potential and and has ability to grow and be and be greater and, and better and like rock with rock with a person because of that but at what point is the potent, dating for the potential, not a good look, not, not a good idea. Like people can have plenty of potential, but people waste potential all the goddamn time. So it's like, mm. it's, it's potential, not, not enough of a basis for some, for you, not you specifically, but like for people to bet on when it comes to getting into relationships with people. Like, oh, I see something in them. I just know if they just, I don't know. A part of me feels like wasted. There is a character trait. What am I trying to say? I think what I'm saying is you should be able to see the vision for their life. The vision that that person has for their life and want to partake in Mm -hmm. that vision and believe that that person is capable of 
of achieving that vision that they have for their life, even if they haven't done it yet. That's the potential part that you are maybe investing in. It's like in X amount of years, I want to be here. I want to be doing these things. This is the life that I envision for myself. This is how I want my partner to fit into that lifestyle. You should want to see the potential in that and see yourself living that life with that person. That's where I feel like you should be dating for potential. It's like, what do you want your life to look like? Does it look like what I want my life to look like? That's the potential part that you're you're going for. But I think if we're talking about potential for change or potential to change characteristics or habits, things like that, you shouldn't be dating with the intention or the desire that this person has the potential to change their habits. That takes a lot of work. And on top of it, taking a lot of work is not something that you can do based off of external motivation and be able to sustain. So say, for instance, I want you to start working out, right? You don't have any motivation to work out, but I'm like, babe, let's let's go. Like, I'm going to start going. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to keep you motivated. There's going to come a point in time where you're like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't enjoy this. I'm doing this for you, Mm -hmm. but it's not doing anything for me. And I don't want to keep doing this. Like it doesn't fit with my schedule, whatever. And so my dating for potential for you to change this habit is not going to lead to, not going to lead to the results that I want. And I'm ultimately going to be disappointed and frustrated with you. As to where other aspects of our relationship could be good. We could have a happy, healthy relationship in all these other aspects. But this one problem that is probably unsolvable as it stands right now, because you're not motivated to do it. There's no intrinsic motivation. There's no buy-in for it. If I focus on that one thing, that thing could lead to, to the end of our relationship, as opposed to choosing someone who is interested in fitness. You know what I'm saying? Like thinking, I think that that also has to do with mindset, right? Like there's a lot out here that makes people believe that there are not a good enough good men that makes women believe that there are not enough good men out there for them. So if you have a scarcity mindset, when you're going out to date, even if you are dating multiple people, you think like everybody, every one of them. And so which one is the least problematic? (laughs) Which one is going to cause me the least headaches? Which one do I have the least amount of work to do with if I, you know, if I'm still looking at potential and then you choose that person? Damn. I mean, damn. When you say it like that, that, that sounds terrible. It's like, yeah, I'm not going for which one I like the most. I just like, I'm going for the one I dislike the least. Well, I would say you, you still date for people that you like. Like, I don't think that you settle so far down that you don't date anyone that you're attracted to. You date, you, you find people that, you know, because it t- it can take a bit to get to a date, right? Like it's not yeah. just like you meet someone on an app and then automatically you're on a date. There is some type of exchange. So you do have some initial investment in that person. But I, yeah, I would say it's like. And I know I'm just saying it's, like, it's just like the, the, the men. I'm, it's, I'm kind of amused by the mentality. Like you said, like if you had a scarcity mindset, you just, you think you automatically assuming that something wrong, like everybody's trash. I'm just looking for the one, the cleanest piece of trash. Mm-hmm. That, so that when you when you say that when you when I heard you say that to me it sounded like I'm just looking for the cleanest piece of trash as, as opposed to just like I'm looking for the best one for me. It, you know, it's 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 a it's a distinction because it's like if I'm telling the story of how we met and I'm like, yo, and it was it was hard out here and they, man, these hoes ain't nothing, bro. So I just had to find me the least hoish one out there. I gotta. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds terrible, don't it? Mm-hmm. So, so it's like when you when I heard hearing you, when I was hearing you describe that, that's what it sounded like to me when it was comes to describing 
Like, man, it's like, yeah, they, something wrong with all these ones. So I'm just finding the one that I just dislike the least, the one who has the least amount of problems. Even even though what you're saying is is correct, and that's really what we, we are we are looking for, uh, but it's just like the framing of it or like the things that you're paying most attention to is it can be telling when it comes to not you specifically, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, it, it's just how you review a relationship, how you go in li- thinking and looking at people. Like going going into a relationship thinking like I'm just I'm looking for the problems mm. as opposed to I'm looking for the ways in which we complement each other. Yeah, I mean, I think that that harps back to what we we talked about in our last episode of like the advice that you get from elders of like if he's doing this and he's not if he's doing mm-hmm. that then he's not interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of those things are problem focus right like you're looking at things that can potentially go wrong to help you identify how to cut your losses like how to to let someone go and i do think or i I do wonder if dating for potential is born out of one a scarcity mindset but two also like a certain sense of like resignation of like maybe you have followed the things that were of most the the people that were of the most interest to you. Maybe you have like sought out fairy tale or, you know, Mm -hmm. super romance, but those things didn't lead you to where you wanted to go either. So I think you get to a place where you're like, okay, this is the list. Is that, is that an overcorrection? So it's like, if the, if it's like, I'm going in looking for a dizzy fairy tale and then you, and then you get shot out the sky with that. It's the overcorrection being like, all right, I'm keeping it completely. I'm keeping it completely business. I got a checklist that, like, I'm 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 looking this. I'm looking for these signs immediately, and if I see any of these, I'm out. Is that a like mm. the overcorrection? It might be. Mm. It might be. It might be an overcorrection to to go very far in that direction. It might. Yeah, I think it might be an overcorrection. What do you think is the middle ground? <sighs> I think that personally, I think the middle ground is being able to enjoy enjoy yourself, like enjoy, and like have dates with people that you believe that you're at, you're having a good time. Like I think that yeah, like the first date is just trying to see like, can I have a good time with this person? Do I like being around this person? Like first and foremost, like do I do? I'm assuming from a woman's perspective, do I feel safe? Are they giving weird? Like they're gonna hit me upside the head when I turn around vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would think, and for a man, it's like, I'm more like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel like she's trying to finance me. It doesn't feel like she's she going to put me under the, under the phone as food guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I would imagine that it would go in like, I'm trying, I'm trying to go out, get my numbers up, get, a, get, do dates, and then meet people that I enjoy having time with. And then the ones I don't, all right, all y'all weeded out. Now I got a pool of people that I enjoy all my time with. I don't know too much else about you, but I know. I like being around you. Look good. You know how you got to meet those prerequisites. All right, now I can go on dates with, with y'all and then learn more, learn more about you, and learn about learn more about each person. And then, but I'm still ha- I'm still enjoying my time until until it doesn't. Then you get moved to the side. I'm not looking. You know, I'm not looking for. Uh, I guess I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking at it as like a time sensitive thing. Now that may be like a male privilege thing coming from, from my end. It's just like, Hey, I got time. I'm just trying to enjoy, enjoy my time. And then like the cream of the crop will, will make themselves known as I, as I use my discernment and like ensure that the people that I am interacting with 
at the very least, I enjoy being around. I'm not, I'm not trying to be around somebody who I don't have an initial spark or whatever with. So I hear that. Mm -hmm. I do think that there, it is important to have chemistry with someone to feel like you can connect with them, have a conversation with them, communicate with them. I think that that part is very important. And also, well, no, no, that's it. I think that that, I think that's a good happy middle ground is like, Mm -hmm. okay, as, as if you at least have chemistry with that person, y'all can get along. I can work with this. Yeah. That's a good starting point to be able to figure out if you can move forward. It doesn't have to be like overly romantic. Cause I mean, I would say from my last experience of dating, there was someone who was super duper romantic, like very sweet, but like there wasn't any chemistry there for me. And I was like, this is really nice. And I like being treated nicely, but somebody gonna love it. Yeah. Some uh, congratulations to your future wife. Cause it ain't mm. me, big buddy. Like I just, this, I'm not feeling it from you. I get that. I, and I then there's also like, yeah, so I, th- I think that there's a range. There's like people that maybe you have chemistry with, but you're like, I don't, I don't see this going any further. Like I, I can see the glass ceiling, or mm-hmm. I can see the the end of the road for us, just because we're not in the same place, stuff like that. So, yeah. I get what you're saying. I definitely think that there, that's a good happy middle ground. Is just like go for the vibe. Let's just see if we vibe. Yeah. If we can continue to vibe. Right, and of course, that's true. And I think you know. I'm sorry. I'm just reflecting on the early stages of our relationship and how, how, how consistently I was like, Oh, I like this. I trust this. This feels good. This feels familiar. This feels pretty safe. I like this person. I'm still liking this person. Hmm. Right. So like, and to your point, I've also had that same experience. It was like, yeah, yeah, you're a perfectly like nice woman. Like you're a great person to be around, but like, no, I don't see me and you being anything mm-hmm. like serious. And and of course, in the process of going through that, what I just what I described as the middle ground, like you have to make adjustments based off of where your that other person is in their life. So like they can you can vibe and you like them, you really do, but maybe you're not interested in being in a serious relationship. And then she's like, yeah, I'm I'm here, I'm looking for a certain like ah, mm-hmm. we're not. It's not. I'm. This is why. This is where I'm at. I'm not there yet. Maybe in the future, but I, I'm not here here yet. And if it's, if that's like a no go for her, then you gotta let you know you gotta let that go and, and vice versa. So yeah, so I just think that off top coming out the gate, I think that's a good middle ground. And of course, you make adjustments as you you know as you meet and interact you know with people. You know, everybody everybody isn't for you, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be trying to make it. You're not looking for everybody. You're looking for one or whatever you want whatever your number. Yeah, you whatever have. number you like you have that you want your relationships to to look like now. Do we have anything else? Okay. So, now you said when I asked you about the potential dating for the potential, and you you said that if they have an idea of like their life, what their life is going to look like, and you and you th- believe that they have the ability and capability to reach that, that's a good that's a good model to to gamble, not gamble, but like go with, like to, to, mm-hmm. to rock that's with. The that's the potential that maybe you're looking at. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like what you said. I think that's a, that has a very good distinction uh, from the common conception of like, oh yeah, like, you know, date for the, for the potential to be greatness. And I think the the point is their ability and willing and, and, and 
willingness and and their want to reach that potential. So like they come to you like, yo, this is my plan, and and how they describe, how they're speaking about it and describing it is, like, I'm I'm going to do this, and then it's going to lead to that, and I'm doing that, and then and so so you like, you can see it, you can see like how the dots are connecting. You like. That's a good plan. Like I like that, and I said, and how you speaking on it is it, indicating to me that you know what the hell you're, you're talking about. And then I see where you are now, and I can see that like you've already completed parts of the plan to get there. I, okay, I, I'm willing. Your your business plan is solid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody who's just like I, I want to be rich, but I work at McDonald's and I've been working here for I don't know. I mean, let me not say McDonald's. That seems like a that seems like a, a, a stretch. You know, I, I'm at. Uh, administrative assistant, nine to five, you know, making whatever, 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 what have you, but it has nothing to do with what they say they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're not in school to do the thing, you know? So it's like, yeah, I'm doing this thing right now, but I'm in school right now. I'm getting my master's. I'm getting my, you know, I'm getting my master's because that's going to lead to this and this and this and that. And you see me do, and I'm like, okay, are you, like you got a plan and you, and there's action behind that. And I think that's the, the distinction between like, what you should be looking, people should be looking out for when it comes to dating for potential and, and the and the growth part of it is just like the actions and the intent. There we go behind it. Yeah, because another thing I'm thinking as you're saying that is like people who maybe it's almost like similar to a job search. It's like I'm looking for this. I'm looking for a man in this industry, right? Like, say you, maybe I want to date an NBA player, mm-hmm. right? Or like I want to date. Uh, no, NBA player. Let's just go with an NBA player. Okay, he's an NBA player. Great. He makes a certain amount of money. That He checks that box. Maybe he um, is tall, checks that box. He's handsome. He checks that box. But you sit down and you have a conversation with this person like, okay, where do you see yourself going? What do you want to do? And he's like, actually, I really want to be an art teacher. So when I retire from the league, I'm giving all my wealth away. I'm going to become an art teacher. And like, that's how I'm going to live the rest of my life. And I'm going to, and I'm going to, I've already bought me the, the trailer, the van, and I'm going, I'm going to travel around the country. And that's his jam. Like that's the shit that keeps him up at night. He Mm -hmm. can't look, he can't wait for it. He's looking forward to that part of his life. And you are over here like, I just thought I need to get an NBA player and that was all that it was going to take for me to be set. And it's like, no, this person has other dreams, hopes, wishes, aspirations, and you have to account for those things. I think the same thing of like, maybe you get with a doctor or you get with a lawyer, like someone who is like, has a profession, has invested a lot of time in order to get to this level of in their career to be able to do this thing. But like the vision that they have for their life is totally different than the profession or the location that they want to be like I really want to live abroad like that's totally different from where they're at right now and so even if they it looks like they have all this potential right now or it looks like the circumstances that they're in align with how you want your life to go you do still need to ask that question you do even if you think it like oh this is it they Mm -hmm. check the boxes like if they, they check wanted, the box right now. Yes, they check the box right now. If they want to be an art teacher and live out in an RV and that's not how you want to live, mm-hmm. it sounds like there's going to be a conflict. But I also think that there is a certain amount of unknown that we're always going to face when we're going into a relationship. There's always going to be a little bit that the person doesn't know about themselves Agreed. and a little bit that they don't know about themselves as it relates to like who they are in this relationship, right? What role they might play, mm-hmm. what what ultimately will best benefit the family. You know, that that vision, that dream might get 
shifted or put on the back burner or, you know, not come to fruition for 20 years. You okay with that? Yeah. That's a tall, I mean, that's a tall order to ask. Uh, that's, that's something because, I mean, I'm not, not a tall order. It, it sounds wild because like, you don't know like if that happens, but like, I guess you got to kind of roll with the punches a little bit, but at the same time, I, I feel like if I'm coming to you and I'm like, Hey, I got all these, I got this aspiration. I want to, I want, I see us doing being here, 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 here. And, and the way I see us doing it is be, it's by going to med school and, and, and becoming a doctor. And then second year of med school, I'm like, yeah, I don't fuck with this at all. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go a different, I'm going to go a different path. Like that's not what I promise you. But, but that being said, it, I still would feel, I would still hope and think that as a, as a, just as a man, you would, Knowing that you promised, you said that you, your plan was this, and which, which implies a certain lifestyle that was going to be coming behind it. I feel like it, it, you got to do everything in your power to get something close to it. Maybe you you don't you don't get the, the two the easy three four hundred thousand dollar plus a year that a, a contract as a as a doctor would give you. But like, are you going to? Are you whatever you're going to replace that with? Is it going to get somewhere close to the lifestyle that you promised? And because, like, if it doesn't, you can't. I guess you can't really be. You can't be too, too mad or, or surprised if, like, the other person is like, like I signed up under the like for these stipulations because, like, if the roles were reversed and you got with a woman who was, like, she was in the gym and she looked good and, and she was very, she really did care about how she, how she looked and taking care of you and then then she have a kid and then, she, then suddenly none of that shit matters anymore or, or something changed. Not even, not, let's not even say a kid because that brings up a whole different conversation. Something changed and she was like, I don't really fuck with the gym no more. I don't really care about that no more. I, I realized that, like, I was being very superficial by doing da 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 she can't be mad if the dude's like, yo, like I got with you under like that's not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Um You can be mad. Yeah, you I can mean, definitely yeah, be yeah. mad, but you in being mad, you also need to reflect on your responsibility and account be accountable for the actions that you took that led to the dissolution of your relationship mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like you still have to be accountable for those things and i don't a relationship to me is different than a marriage i think if in a relationship yes maybe it's a i would walk away if it was like okay like i thought we were going here mm-hmm. this is where i wanted to go this is where i wanted our life to go I invested this time. It doesn't sound like you're going in the same direction that I'm going anymore. And I think it's best that we part ways in a marriage. I mean, it's a little tougher than that. It has to be, yeah. We put some years, in, but, and that's why I'm saying a part of it is like, it's not that it's never going to happen. It's just not happening. Right. Like I told you 10 years, it's, it's looking like it's going to take me 20. Like it's just going to take me longer to get here. I, we had a setback again. There are things that are right. going to happen that are right. outside of our control. Like and you can't I, fault them for, Acts of God, so to speak. Yeah, of course. I'm, and I'm, and that's what I'm saying is like a part of what what happens. Like I, I can imagine if you thought 2020 was going to be your year, and, and the pandemic like, wiped all hey, all of your shit away. Hey. You just started a new business. You quit your job, Woo. and it's like, babe, I'm going to do this full time. We're going to be and <laughs> and, you, and you and you believe it because like in 2019, there was you know it was just 
that was doing it part time because they had another full time job. And you, and you saw you saw the saw statements. The they, they was getting the money coming. He's like, hey, I'm going all in, baby. I'm going all in. And, you know, based off of what I got here, this is probably what it's gonna look like. And then you you do it, and then March 15, 2020 come, shut everything down. And now you're looking like, baby, like now I'm a barista for a little bit. Nah, barista. And that's the thing that makes the difference. If if this happens, if this setback happens, how do you actually respond to it? Right. Ooh, like, is good. this setback big enough for us to, to totally give up this dream? That's or are real. you like, okay, I got to pivot. Like, like your that. ability to pivot and be able to, like, move on to different things is an important skill for you to be able to have. I'm not saying lose sight of the dream and mm. say, like, you know, forget about it. We're not going to do this no more. And that's the problem with the med school example. Why are you quitting in year two? What's actually going on here that's making you quit? It's challenging and you want to quit? So when when shit gets tough here, you just gonna quit? Like how does it work? That's that's not that's hey. not gonna be acceptable in this relationship or elsewhere in your life. That's like real. you can't just walk away if shit gets hard. That's a phenomenal. That is a phenomenal point. That is a great point. And you like how they handle themselves under pressure, under changing circumstances. Like how agile are they in thought and action when things don't go their way? Because things aren't going to go your way all the time. No one's that that. That good. Something's going to happen that's going to that's going to fuck the game up. Uh, and I personally, I kind of hope that anybody that is just hitting their thirties, I pray and hope that you've had at least a couple setbacks in your life. Because like, if you have not, when it hits you, you ain't gonna know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope the setbacks come at a point at a at a part in your life where it's easier for you to recover. Because like, when it, like if it's just you and, and you have a setback. It's just you, baby. I don't mind eating some ramen noodles. But if a setback hits you and it's like you got a family on your back, yo, that pressure is something phenomenal. So I will, I will hope you got your reps in like earlier on in your life, so that that you can. So when you're at in the game time, and I'm considered game time being when you got other people depending on you, mm-hmm. you are you're like I've been here before. I know, I know what I need to do, and blah blah blah, blah and at least put, to pull something together, man. Because I'm I'm thinking of the times where uh, was it the '08 crash or like even further back when they had the stock market crash like motherfuckers was billionaires or millionaires and, yeah. and, and jumping out of windows because like, oh my god i can't i can't do this anymore so yeah yeah that mm. you said you ain't said you said a word and it, additionally it, it reminded me of that video of that older black couple yeah like, from like uh dear future wifey mm-hmm. where my man was making uh, making hundred and fifty thousand in the nineties, and then he decided, "Hey, I'm gonna give it all up and become a minister." And then they had the video of just how how the wife, his wife, they're still they're still married. They've been married for like fifty plus years, and how she reacted to it. She was like, "Like boy," she was like, "Boy," <laughs> but what's the, what's the word they use when when like they're they're like clashing? They they had they did they did, did like deep ministry. What was it? Uh. Some kind of terminology. Then they keep fighting in or yeah. It, I can't remember what it was. When we go to our intimate, intimate discussions, no, it, no. Was, it was something. It was something it, I feel like it was churchy. Yeah, it was very churchy. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's I, I like how y'all phrase that. But yeah, it's like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you handle like, especially in a night? And, I, and from what I'm understanding of the situation, they she was like a stay at home wife. Like he was he was the primary, the only breadwinner, and he was bringing in that bread one fifty in the nineties. Just for context, that's about what was it? Come on to it. it. It was that's about three hundred twenty-four. No, it's like double, like a little bit over double, like three seventy-five, pushing four hundred thousand in today's money in the ninety. 
what? And he said, I'm giving out all up and I'm and I'm gonna be a minister and I'm starting from scratch. I ain't got nobody in my church right now. I'm building that up. Mm-hmm. And that's that is a hard ass. And that is a hard ass to, to like come to terms with. I ain't even gonna hold you on either. So whoever come with come with that. So even if she was working and was making decent money, that's like, yo, but they pulled it out and they stuck through it and pushed through. And now my man's is out here doing doing his thing now. So I say all that to say, I agree with you. <laughs> the 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 how you handle yourself with the setbacks and the like, okay, this was the plan, but things happen, X, Y, and Z. You see, you was here with me. I kept you, I kept you abreast. You saw what was going. You see him working. And so you 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 were likely to stay because like I still believe that you can get this done. I know that like things are just going going well, and you and you was getting close to it, but then like Rona happened or what what have you happened, and you still have the capability to do it, but you just gotta you, now you, we have to adjust for an unforeseen circumstance. Mm-hmm. And once we overcome that, I know I got I trust that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get it done because I see that you are already trying to pivot and do what you need to do. Now, if you, now, if you, that thing happening, like you say, you know what? I'm just going to get this job as a teacher. Uh, and I'm just going to ride, ride this out. Now that's, that's a whole different, that's an issue. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an issue because of you selling yourself short as well. Right. Like it's, it's concerning that you, you don't believe in you, but you expect me to believe in you. Mm. You can't believe in nobody harder than than. I they, mean, you can, but it's not going to do them no yeah, good if you don't believe in your dream. I, yeah. I mean, I can believe in it. I can support it. I can say something to you about it. But you're the person who's going to have to do ultimately do the work in order to be able to achieve it's your this, dream because it's your dream. It's the thing that you want. So I can support you. I can be uh, on the sidelines helping you achieve it. But you got to want it for yourself. Like I can't. You got to be the lead. You know yeah, what I'm I could be at best. At best. I can be the co-pilot. Like I can be the person who, who I might be at best. I might be able to hop in the driver's seat so you can get a couple hours of sleep. But soon, but soon as soon as you get your, I need you back in the, in the driver's seat because this is your shit. You are you you driving the boat, mm-hmm. and I trust it that you'll be able to do it. Because yeah. if I'm driving the boat, then it's it's my boat, mm-hmm. and then I'm leading, and and that comes with other things. That's a whole another conversation. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I was thinking as we were talking about like adversity and facing adversity and overcoming adversity, I think those are the things that you reflect on the most as time passes in your marriage. I watched a short clip of Kev on stage receiving the NAACP Image Award hmm. and he brought Shout out to Kev. Yeah, he brought his wife Melissa on stage and one of the first things that he said after like, you know, I wouldn't be here without her is like there was a time where I got fired from my job and Melissa held down everything financially and she was editing these videos and she was like, you know, reading lines with me or doing these things really because she was a teammate. She was a co-pilot. Mm-hmm. She was willing to work hey. with me and we overcame like we I couldn't be here where I'm at right now without her. And a part of that is because when we were in the face of adversity, she didn't turn her back like she didn't walk away from me and like leave me there. She helped me be able to overcome that thing. And so, I, yeah. And And so I think that's a really important part of this as well. It's like potential, maybe not, but belief and faith in the person that you're with, that they can do the thing that they say that they're going to do, that they are capable of it, that they are going to work hard enough to be able to see that thing be achieved. That's really important and shouldn't be slept on. Agreed. I, I, 
I definitely think that it that is true. And I think that's something that I guess women to, that should definitely take heart and take and keep in mind when it comes to you know vetting their their partners. And as well, for, like for men, considering what like what what you just said about uh, Melissa and how she held him down, men should be looking out for that type of mentality as well. Like somebody that you trust that like. You know she gonna she's gonna support me, and if things get hard, she ain't gonna be. You know she's not gonna turn your back on you because I feel like a lot of a lot of dudes feel like they gotta carry they gotta carry it all by themselves, and it can and it can be very lonely. It can be very stressful, and it's a lot of pressure when you feel like everything is on you, solely dependent on you, and you don't you don't feel like you can count on the your life partner to be able to support you and like help you in, in any way uh, possible. So yeah, I think look for the woman who's, who's ready, who's willing to, to run with you or, or you know, run next to you or run behind you or however, what have you know, or very least be along, along the trail to give you water, to keep you hydrated on your, on your journey and not somebody waiting at the finish line for you to cross it and be like, ha ha, you won. You got everything you need. Now let me, let me just slide in there now. Yeah. I don't know. Was that our final food for thought? Shit, that might've been. Yeah. And well, we, hey, these transitions into final food without is just mm. chef's, kiss. chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. How you feel? You good? good. All right. With that being said, we are done. With this week's episode, episode 82 of the Buffet Podcast with moi. <laughs> and, and toi. And is that how you say it? Toi? You. Me that's, and you. It's toi. Is that's, two, that's you? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Moi and toi, I guess. Okay. Uh, tune in next week. We'll be, back, we'll be back with another one. And if you haven't already, like and subscribe. You know, do some... Uh, some commenting, you know, let, let us know what you thought, you know, what, what are your thoughts regarding this dating for potential and growth and the things that, what are the things that you look, that you currently look out for when it comes to this stuff? And if you're already in a relationship slash married, like I know at the top of my head, a couple people that are married to each other that listen to our stuff. Don't let me say, let me say your name. You know who I'm talking about. They haven't lived in Florida. <laughs> Let us know, like, how did y'all, like, how did y'all vet? How did y'all gain that trust that one, the other person is, you know, about that life is willing to do what's necessary to make this the the relationship work and their goals in life? And how did you know the other person was going to be a helpmate? Mm-hmm. All right, we good? We good? Yeah. Peace. See y'all next time. Yeah.